Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the IME podcast. We're up to episode 94, and we've got another person on in regards to mental health, which I'm just a huge um, advocate of lately because of what all that's going on with COVID, um, just so much suicides are going up. It's just something that we need to talk more and more about, um, and I'm super, super stoked to have James Alexander on. He has his own page, Taking the Weight Off Mental Health, uh, which he also provides a ton of good content on there. Uh, basically everything to do with all of what we're about to talk about. So welcome aboard, James. Thanks for having me. I opportunity to use your platform to have a chat. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it too, man. How's everything going with, you know, you right now in the, you know, this stage of life? Yeah, things are obviously on the up and up for me. Um, could do without all these snap lockdowns in Melbourne, but like just it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to work on yourself a bit more as well anyway, so... Just a bit more downtime to focus. So, yeah, it's not, not, not the end of the world. Yeah, man, absolutely. Do you want to tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, your background, and um, yeah, just, just a bit about yourself, to be honest? Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, my name's James Alexander. Uh, I'm 29 years old. A uh, bit of a CrossFit and weightlifting tragic. Um, I run a, vel- a venue in Melbourne uh, for a full-time job, um, dedicate most of my downtime to advocating mental health awareness, which is obviously important to me. Um, but the biggest thing is I've got a two-year-old son and that little man is my lifeline. So essentially that is me in a nutshell. Yeah, man. And what what made you want to speak about mental health more or create a page and you know talk about it? Yeah, so mental health is something I struggled with on and off for about five or six years. Um, I it, it started with just little glimmers of deterioration like uh, social anxiety and minimising who I was out of fear of people's judgement, um, all that sort of stuff, like hiding my feelings. Um, but that took a huge turn in late 2019 where I attempted to take my own life. Um, yeah, so that, that was really like the catalyst for once I got out of that hole to turn it around and try and help other people. Yeah, man, and that's, um, you know, that's something that I really want to touch base on and it's, it's not something you take lightly, but in your own explanation and your comfort, do you want to explain what actually made you want to take your life? Take, take us through the steps. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, like for my support network, it was a massive shock. Um, I've always been the guy, even from a young kid, who was always always answered with, I'm great, and I was always smiling. Um it got to a point where like that was just routine and I um, completely neglected my own needs in like life, work, relationships, all those sorts of things. So um, for me, a lot of my darkness came from feeling worthless to the world. Um, but like 
I created that by expecting people to know how I actually felt when I was spending my energy hiding it, um, which is, again, why it's so important to speak up. Um, I was working a job that I felt like I owed my life to. They gave me an opportunity when I was 18 to manage a business. Um, yeah, I worked for them for close to nine years. Uh, I spearheaded a massive renovation their biggest venue um it was just like this tremendous amount of pressure um i was 27 married with a five-month-old kid um and it, like i just i didn't prioritize home or work i kind of just gave half of myself to both things and it just crumbled to a point where no one was getting what they deserved out of me um including myself probably especially myself um and then I got to a point where everything was falling apart and I just had a really shitty time processing um, that I was going to be a 27-year-old divorced guy with a child um, and feeling like no one in the world needed me. Like everyone else's life just goes on and I'm sitting there thinking this is like I'm worthless. So that's essentially how my spiral happened. Um, I just didn't prioritize my mental health and didn't speak up, hid it from everyone and yeah, dangerous path to go down. Yeah, man. So what, um, I still don't get, how, how did like, it doesn't sound like anything horrific happened. How did that, did you just not like your life? Like explain to people, you know, to take yeah. it to the step where you want to, you know, commit suicide. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have so, to physically hate your life, in my opinion. Is that correct? Sorry, what was that? You, you have to, you have to actually hate your life to want to get taken to that next step. Is that correct? Uh, I think... I think it's more about like how you eternalize your feelings. Like from looking on the outside, I had the perfect life. I had, like we had, I was married, young kid, two brand new cars, like job that anyone my age would die for. But I was fucking miserable. I like, I was so alone. I felt like I I had no one to turn to. Um, I've always been a big, like I've always been an emotional kind of person and I always held it in. And like I would lose sleep over things that happened during the day because I would think about every outcome and all that sort of stuff. So by not speaking about my feelings and like letting people in to understand me, I was actually secluding myself from the world. So like I thought that no one gave a fuck about me when really it was like I was hiding that any there was anything wrong. Um the best way I can describe it was materialistic, materialistically. I'd never had so much, but I'd never felt so poor. Yeah, that's very yeah, strange, man. Like, I just, the reason I want to dive so deeply into this is because so many people are suffering, suffering what you're talking about right now. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, I just want to, like, yeah, like, sorry if we go into the steps more, and I just want to try and nah. help people. And that's the main reason I do this podcast, as you know, it's just to help people. Yeah. Um, and get some useful information. So did that just kind of spiral and then one day you were just like, I want to take my life or was taking your life something on your mind for a long time? Uh, it was probably a build-up, to be honest, over about six months. Um, so just before my son was born, um, I felt a lot of pressure and a lot of, um, I guess, not, not being ready or enough for like what was about to happen, um, including doing a $23 million renovation at my job, doubling the footprint of a, of a hotel. Um, it was just like everything's happening at once and I didn't have any time for me. Um, and I think I let that pressure kind of cripple me. 
Um, to get to the point of suicide, yeah, like the the relationship I was in with my then wife was starting to crumble. Like we weren't communicating at all. We were both exhausted. Obviously, she was pregnant, and well, after that, had had our son and. We were both not sleeping. I was stressed out all day at work. And, like, I just – I didn't have these – like, any positivity to kind of break me out, um, which I understand is obviously fucking brutal for her as well. Um, and we've actually got a really good relationship now where we're, we're able to, like, joke about how unique our friendship is after all of this. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, I got to a point, man, and I just – it felt like it was my only option. Like I couldn't deal with continuing to do what I was doing every day. Cause it was like, it was just so painful. Yeah, man. And then I just want to know, like, how, how did you, so was it like, uh, and you know, we, we've already had this chat before we got on the phone. If you don't want to say anything, that's totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it like, I'm just trying to get my head around it. Was it like you tried to attempt suicide one day and then, that was it, you totally rebounded or did you try a few times or how did it happen? Uh, no, I've only tried once. Um, I got to a point where, um, so my my then partner went back to her hometown to see her, like stay with her mum and um, just get a bit more support because I was always working. Um, and I just like, like, look, no one needs me. Um, it's just, and it's nothing against them. That was completely me being miserable and like not knowing what was happening convincing myself stuff but I was sitting on the beach one night and I was just like I could just walk in the water and keep on going and no one would ever hear from me again and no one would even know um and eventually got up and walked into the water um and it was yeah it was late at night obviously couldn't see anything but kept going kept going getting cramps through my body and stuff. And I eventually ended up two beaches away from where I started um, after I'd been bowling my eyes out and got to a point where I didn't want to give up. I kind of flicked that switch in my head and, yeah, that was that was essentially where I got to. It was only the one time though. Yeah. And then, so how do you, did you automatically rebound of that? And like you, you knew you were worth it. You knew you had a life ahead of you. Or did it take a long time for you to uh, bounce out of that from, you know, rocket zero to coming back to what you are now? Yeah, so I think, like, everyone has this, like, defining moment where they, they realise that they don't want to be dead when once you've done it um, or once you come out of that hole, right? So for me, when I was unsuccessful and, like, I turned around and realised that I do want to be alive after crying my eyes out in the middle of the ocean like not knowing what the fuck I'm doing um I had this realization that my son needs me alive I need to be that like I need to set the tone for him mentally and emotionally and show him what it is to be a real man not a quitter um that that was how it was in my head obviously when you try and take your life you're not you're not a quitter but like obviously that like that's how you perceive it yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard, I guess, if you're not in that mindset to understand it properly. But for me, it was like a moment of absolute clarity. Like I snapped my fingers and I was like, fuck, I need to be alive for him. I need to show him what it is to be a real man. Because in my head at that moment, I was thinking 
he's going to think I didn't love him. He's going to think I quit on him, that he wasn't valuable. Like that would leave so many emotional scars for the, the like the most amazing human being this world's ever seen. Like, I, I, yeah, it was enough to turn me around. Yeah, well, that's pretty hard touching, bro. Um, mm, because... It's hard to say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, really, man, I love this. Like, this is this is the whole point of my podcast. It's just straight raw talk. Um, you know, it's life, real life yeah. story, and hopefully, it can help change someone. So, I really, you know, respect the honesty and, um, yeah, because basically, you know, when I turned my life around too, it was, um, it was all to do with my parents. Um, yeah. Could just see how heartache they were. They didn't, they know they didn't raise, you know, this kid and I was going to turn into, you know, what I was becoming. Um, yeah. And I just, they were just torn apart, man. And I was like, that was literally the make or break. Like, I just think family is, it's absolutely everything. And if you can't change your life around and you're listening to this, um, whatever it may be, suicide, drug related, um, because of your family, then there's something wrong, do you know what I mean? Because they really should be able to make you change your life around. Yeah, 100%. The, the thought in my head was I want him when he grows up to understand what I'm doing and as far as trying to change the mental health space and, and eventually understand what I did and I want him to be proud of me. And that's like, that, I think that's similar to you. You just wanted your parents to love you and like and be proud of you for, for getting yourself out of that space, right? Absolutely, man. Um, did... Oh, now, now, obviously, you don't have to answer this again. Did your no. wife know that you wanted to try to commit suicide? Um, no, no, that was definitely a shock for her. Um, I, I honestly, I don't think anyone close to me would have ever suspected it. To be honest, I def- my she knew that I was struggling, um, but because of the way I was hiding things, as far as like how deep my thoughts and feelings were, I that she she just knew that I was having a tough time. She didn't think I was suicidal or even that far in the depression hole, to be honest. Like, so yeah. when did you find out about all this? Did you just tell her months after? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until my son was about... So about four months after that she found out. So, yeah. It's, it wasn't fair on her, and I understand that now. Like, obviously, um, yeah, that's that'd be fucking brutal to, to learn... Um, but like I've, I've put things in place now where I'm completely open and honest about everything that's happening in my life. And I communicate with her still to this day about if I'm going to go public and do anything. So, so she has at least a heads up and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, do you want to, if you could give the audience a bit of like tips or advice to maybe how they could break out of depression or even if they're in the, the brink of, committing wanting to commit suicide um if they're just even suffering a bad time they're depressed um they're bottling everything up is there any tips you could give to try help break out of that barrier yeah for sure i think like i think every situation is different every person is different because we all have different reactions and emotions right but like it sounds so obvious but speaking up if you're feeling a certain way you need to be clear about what you need to see to have better time in life. Like we, we sit there and we suffer in silence and that's the, like, that's the old way. We don't do that shit anymore. Speaking up is manning up. So, and that applies to women too. Like if you are struggling, you need to speak, you need to let people know how you're feeling. 
and you need to realize that they're not going to try and fix you. They're there to support you. And, and it's all about how you, how they word things too. Like if you're trying to support someone, you need to educate yourself as well by looking at resources on just example, like, are you okay? pages, like they teach you how to word things. So the person isn't receiving it as you're trying to fix them. People just want to be heard. So like, if there's a way for you to to offer them support, like offering to go to the GP with them to get the ball rolling, getting a mental health plan underway, like that's going to help someone a long way and vice versa. If you're the person struggling, having someone close to you who can take you or can, can offer you that, like, what can I do to support you with this? Like it's, it's valuable. It's all about language though, I think. So you think even like when you're in your darkest time, just reaching out and, telling someone how you're you're feeling is that what you mean yeah i think i think because a lot of a lot of being quiet is surrounding shame right like you think you're not valuable enough to talk about this or like people will think you're a burden but the reality is i can guarantee you 100 people out of 100 people would rather have had me speak up than try and take my own life yeah oh man 100 percent, hands down um yeah i don't know it's 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 a strange one because I, I don't know why people think that because it's maybe because I have a different mindset. So if someone reached out to me and they told me their problems and they were depressed or wanted to commit suicide, I'd do nothing but jump on a call with them and try to help them. Yeah, but correct. I don't know, maybe there are people out there that maybe would judge, but that's, you know, that's absolutely fucked if you judge someone because they're suffering depression or something. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest like misconception though. Like in your head, you think they're going to be like, "Wow, that's a lot. I can't help you." Reality is, most most people will fucking jump on that boat with you. Yeah, man, I agree. So, yeah, for everyone listening out there, like I think if you really are contemplating, you know, reaching out to someone or telling people your problems, um, just do it because it's only going to be a positive outcome. Yeah, you're not. A, there's absolutely like this this stigma around you're you're a burden if you speak up or if you're struggling with something. Like, just you're not at all. That person would rather you talk than you die. A hundred percent. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Um, yeah, just this, and this is why we're doing this, man. Because it's you know, I know a lot of people are going to listen to this, and it's mm. just about sharing good information and. Even just knowing, like, to the audience that listens to this, that there's two people that they can reach out to, myself and you. Yeah, and correct. That could be enough to save save one uh, one person's life. And that, fuck, man, if I could, you know, take forty minutes out of my day to do a podcast, um, you know, help you a little bit, you help me, and we save someone's life. Fucking, we're winning. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And yeah, so, you, you just take a massive dent out of out of what we're doing. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's massive. Yeah, I think bro. I'll just chuck a little bit more advice in there. It'll just be super yeah, quick. Man. But, like, you, there's so much help out there. There's helplines. There's, like, if you're not comfortable talking to someone, you can text. And there's literally people that sit there and text you back. So, you know you're not alone. Um, and what I think one of the biggest things you need to remember is that nothing's going to be fixed overnight. You're going to have to do the hard work and you're going to have setbacks. They're guarantees. But if you stick with it and you chip away at being better every single day, you're going to eventually see that light and you're going to walk away thinking, how the hell was I in that headspace before? 
which yeah, is I, which yeah. is where I am now, obviously. Yeah. So you're you're fully, you're uh, fully look, good now, or are you still up your days, or oh, I still I have bad days, but not days, like but... not not depressed, suicidal thoughts. I I like I'm I have days where I'm sad, and I still speak to a psychologist once a month for maintenance, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't believe in ever being fixed or whatever. I I write my thoughts down. I process them when I'm in a better headspace. I do all the things that I think help me get past things. So, I mean, like everyone's going to have different methods, but I've worked out what helps me and I'll stick to that still. Whether I think I'm better or not, I still do it. Yeah, no, I I agree, man. I just want to lead that to the next topic. Um, Obviously, that's how I'm guessing how you created your your page, Um, not your personal, your other page. Yeah. Uh, just tell everyone about that. Like, what the con? I know obviously what the concept is of it, but tell everyone what the concept is of it and what's your goal with it in the next, you know, year or so. Yeah. So, I've got a page called "Taking the Weight Off Mental Health," um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, I created it. Um, I was using my own personal page, um, and I was just like, I was getting a lot of feedback and stuff, and I just thought, you know what, fuck, I'm going to blow it up and I'm going to make it as big as I can because it's touching people close to me but but it's like restricted to people close to me so i did my own thing made a page um it's essentially just me putting thoughts or advice my learnings over the time that i've been going through stuff um but also an opportunity for people to share their story if they want to if they're comfortable doing it or anonymously they're welcome to send me an email which is on the page um but it's just the, the more we talk, the, the more we break down that stigma and the weight comes off the mental health. So, like, it, it is really a simple concept based on the name. But, yeah, I've also used it as a platform to create events um, for fundraising and awareness for Are You OK? Um, that in, like, I, at the start of this year, I did it in South Australia, an 81-kilometre weight vest walk, literally just six weeks before just said this is what i'm doing this is why i'm doing it this is my story raised close to eight grand for are you okay um started a lot of conversation at that time i think i had like 30 people reach out to me it's up to nearly 80 now um telling me about their struggles so like it's proof that the more you talk the more people feel comfortable with it and you're eventually going to touch and change lives so yeah i just want to keep the ball rolling of um yeah, use this page to to do that. Yeah, man. Are you um? So it's more just you putting out like quotes, messages, um, useful information. Do you have any like thoughts of doing clothing or a podcast or something, or is it you know what's your thoughts on it? Um. Well, yeah. So I the real end game for me is because like it's it's not a job for me, so I I do have to just do it in my spare time. Um. But, like, the ongoing plan is one of my mates, Tyler, um, he owns a gym and we've got very similar, um, uh, sorry, similar thoughts about the topic and we're both passionate about helping other people improve and grow. So we want to run monthly, like, workout breakfast and conversation spaces for eight to ten minutes at a time. Um, But, yeah, really, like, I just want to keep the ball rolling and it, it is a passion for me, so like every opportunity I can, I'm going to kind of do something like that. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, 
And is there any other, I know you've mentioned, are you okay? Is there a few pages on the top of your head that are really, really good resourceful information for people to uh, look up to on top of yours? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it's important to know that I'm not a professional. Like my page is strictly like my thoughts being put down on a piece on, well, not on a piece of paper, but on social media and sharing stuff from are you okay and all that sort of stuff. But are you okay? Beyond blue lifeline. They're all so valuable. Um, yeah, I, I learned a lot from Beyond Blue um, for my own self-help. So I think between Are You OK, Beyond Blue, and obviously Lifeline's a crisis line, I think those are probably the most three resourceful places for Australians. Yeah, awesome. I've actually never I've never looked at Beyond Blue. I'll have to look at that after that. Too. Really good. Uh, They've got like um, – you can download like checklists and stuff and – even if it's not you, if you see these changes in people and you're concerned about them and they tick enough boxes, you can that like can provoke you to start a conversation too. So it's yeah, it's really good. Oh, that's and that's like all free, free yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They just it's just on their website. There's ones for anxiety and for depression, so yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, so that what if you could, um what's like a day-to-day routine looks like lucky now in terms of do you have like a set schedule in terms of trying to trying to keep your mindset strong trying to keep your you know positivity up um or do you just do you just live a typical life uh, a bit of both i think i think i've incorporated a typical life into that um, I obviously I've mentioned I work a full-time job, so that's five days a week, around 50 hours. Um, I definitely keep constant training, um, whether it's CrossFit or weightlifting. I train six days a week, regardless of anything else. Um, most people that I say that to think I'm running away from my problems by training so much. Um, it actually does sound that way. I get it, but for me, when I train. It brings me down to a level headspace and then I can sit back after when I'm at home and properly process my emotions and understand where I was at or whatever through the day. Um, so that's probably the most important thing for me. But like, it's going to sound basic, but gratitude lists, I write them every day. Yep. That's like, I write, and if I'm having a bad day, I'll write down what I'm feeling. So, yeah. And do you, um, when you do your, because I'm a big, big believer in gratitude, um, do you say them out loud or do you just write them? I write them in my notes on my phone. But do you, do you like constantly say them over and over again, if that makes sense, or you just write them and that's it? No, I write them um, and I look at them again the next day. Um, And if it's, if I'm having a bad day where I'm like sad about something or I'm missing my son or whatever it might be, I'll, when I'm in a clearer headspace, I'll look at it again and then work out how I can change that outcome. So, yeah. yeah I, I like that, man. Um, I, I've never actually written mine down. I always just say mine out loud. But um, yeah. I think that's a good strategy because you can come back to it the days or the times you are feeling bad. Um, yeah. Bad, not bad, down, I'm sorry. Um, no, same, same. It's all good. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're two great things. Are you... Do you do affirmations or manifest or anything, or you're not really into that? No, not really, man. I, I just, yeah, I train my ass off and 
<laughs> and right gratitude list, essentially. Yeah. When you said the training, like you train six days a week and all of that type of stuff, man, I can't relate anymore. Like, I used to train all for appearance and look. Um, yeah. And obviously, I still like, you still like looking good. Like, you still, that's part of going to gym. Anyone that says it isn't, like, they're bullshitting. 100%. Um, but it is, and I can openly say this, it is 100% more mental for me now than, oh, my God, do I have some abs? Like, yeah. it is like, when I go to the gym, that's why I'm so frustrated at this stage of time with COVID and them shutting gyms down. I just, they don't understand how much impact it's having on the likes of myself and your life um, day to day. 100%. I think it, like whether it's like performance sports or bodybuilding or whatever it might be, like they don't realise when you shut those things down how dramatic an impact that does have on people's mental health. And we're already suffering. Like being put like locked in cages, essentially. Yeah, literally, man. We're like we're like guinea pigs. Why do you think? Uh, I don't know, Yaris. Why do you think they are closing gyms, but they're keeping stuff open like bottleos, um, other other things that aren't as essential as gyms? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think I might be I may be off on this one, but I think none of the people making decisions actually go to gyms and they think they're just sweaty dirt boxes where no one cleans anything. Everyone's like in each other's personal space. And honestly, I, I, I don't know. It, it just sounds mental to me. Like the one thing that so many people rely on to keep themselves cool, like mentally, you're just going to shut doors without even looking into it. Like it's, it's mental. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't get. It's just like they're not even giving it a, a try. It's just no. like straight up no. Like it's... Yeah, Since that know. first COVID outbreak, have you seen how it's like clean every gym is? Yeah, man. Like I've just been to the gym before and I'm like, this is 10 times cleaner than the supermarket. Like, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, you know, supermarkets, I actually couldn't think of anything dirtier in terms of everyone touching the food, the trolleys. Um, I just think it's, that's COVID waiting to happen. Dude, I was at the shops the other day and the girl, I won't say what shop it was, but the girl working put a bunch of baskets that I would just watch people put down back on top of the stack for other people to grab. Like, they weren't even being wiped down. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. But let's hope it turns around. Yeah, for sure. Um, what Do you have a favourite quote? Uh... Yeah, I do. Um, it's something that I actually, on that night that I did try and take my life, I, when I finished crying in the car and eventually went inside, I opened Instagram after like an hour and it was actually like the first thing I saw, it was know your worth. And I think that's when you've got um, context, knowing your worth is the most fucking valuable statement you'll hear. Yeah, I, it's true, man, because people people don't back themselves enough or they don't think they're worth it when, as you said before, you didn't think people cared about you or you're worth it, but they fucking do, man. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for Uh, sure. Like even me in the time I've known you, I think it's been a a total of a whole week. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Man, I love your content. Like, I think you're a great guy. Like, it's yeah, you're definitely worth it and you can't not think you are not because you definitely are. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, but like, that's it. Hey, like you just need to, yeah, you need to find your worth, I think, first. 
Yeah, totally agree, man. Um, we're going to probably wrap it up soon. Is there any leaving thoughts you want to leave the audience? Uh, any messages? Um, if you could, you know, say your last couple of words, try help, yeah. motivate someone, whatever it may be. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like a little bit of um, repeating a few things I've said, but like reach out to a friend or a family member or a professional. And if you don't have those things or you're not comfortable doing those, reach out to me or yourself even. Um, at least we can start a conversation and point you in the right direction and, and help you get to that point. What's important is that you speak up every day. Um, and another one I think is pretty valuable that I wouldn't imagine many people are comfortable with, but it's something I practice because I want people around me to know how I feel about them. So I tell my mates at the end of every conversation that I love them um, because I think that's what I needed to hear. I need to hear that like people actually care about me um, and it's going to make some people uncomfortable, but at least you said it and didn't say it. Yeah. Rather 100%. than didn't say it. Sorry. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Um, yeah. They're, they're great points. Anything else you wanted to leave? Uh, no, I think that's it, man. I just think, we need to create the change ourselves because if we don't change the way we behave, it's not going to happen. And, and I think talking is the way to start that. Yeah, I totally agree, man. And can you leave everyone with your uh, socials, so your personal page, um, your mental health page, how they can contact you and any other services you provide? Yeah, for sure. Um, my personal page is just it's underscore James Alexander on Instagram um, and my mental health page also on Instagram is taking the weight off mental health, one word. Um, and I've also, it's on the taking off the weight off mental health page, but I have a, an email address there if anyone wants to reach out and have a chat um, or you can just DM me uh, on Instagram as well. Yeah. I'll always make time for conversation. Yeah, man. I definitely know you will for that. Um, you know, you're always there to respond. Uh, it's some great information you put out there. I've never really talked. I have had one guy on that talked about uh, suicide, but he only touched on it briefly. Um, so yeah. I think it's yeah, it it is stuff that's happening, and it's it's not it's not a pretty conversation, but it no. definitely is happening, and that's why I want to yeah, like this might not be for you, but it's real, it's raw. Your story's true, and um, I hope it helps someone. I really do. Yeah, I completely agree. That's why I'm doing it. And I appreciate you using your platform to do great things like this, man. It's bloody awesome. Nah, anytime, man. I, to be honest, and I'm I'm not being biased, I don't see anyone talk about this on any other platform. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, have you it ever scares seen, people. Yeah, but have you ever seen people openly talk about suicide? I just haven't. Nah, nah. Um, you, you get painted a picture of how great everything is. Yeah, and that's, that's all that's all good and you know that's all good to do but it's not like that that's not reality even myself like people think oh he's in this glamorous life he just he's always happy blah 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 man i tell you i've I've had my darkest days more than any of you like it's it's not like that like i'm a human and just because you have a following or something does not mean you're any different to example how you're talking through your dark days if anything, it, it just puts more pressure on you, to be honest. 100%, but that's what I, I hate about it. Cause a lot of these people that, you know, they are well-known or they've got a following or even celebrities, they 
they don't really know what to do in these times because they feel like they're meant to be invincible and this shouldn't happen to them. And yeah. then it all just comes crumbling down. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So. No, Fancy more of what you do, man. Yeah, man. It's been amazing having you on. And I, I honestly mean that. I can't wait to drop this and um, get some feedback from the listeners. Yeah, but, um, sure. And tell them, man, just keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep supporting each other. And yes, um, yeah, man, just have an amazing week. And um, yeah, for all the listeners out there, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Thanks, bro.